0: Uh, welcome to the Twins Insider Podcast. This is Michael Rand. We got Phil Miller on the line from uh, Chicago. Phil, how you doing?
1: Doing well, Mike. Uh, the road trip's almost over. <laughs>
0: but, uh, New York and Chicago—you could have gotten stuck with the uh, worst cities on uh, on the trip. You know, it,
1: it, it's true. Although uh, New York and Chicago take a lot of energy. They do. Uh, to You're right. uh, to be in them and be around them and get to the park and uh, get meals and everything. Uh, sure, you're. It's Kansas City is a lot more low key. Eh? Yeah, that's uh, a good point. So uh, at the end of it, the uh, you're just a little bit more out of energy than you would
0: otherwise. that makes sense. Um, makes sense to me. Speaking of uh, out of energy, I don't know if that's the, a good transition <laughs> or not, but the uh, the the uh, the sky is falling narrative of the 2016 twin season is maybe maybe giving way lately to more of a hey this is just a bad team and not a historically bad team is that a, a fair place to to start a conversation about the the state of the team right now
1: yeah i think the good news is i don't think they're the worst team in baseball uh and history. i don't think they will uh, history mm-hmm. uh, it, yeah, well, they're not the worst team in uh, in the game today, and they're not the worst team in Twins history. And uh, they're, I think, they're going to wind up being a more ordinary bad team. Uh, if it, that's the optimistic view, uh, it's going to be a long summer ahead. But uh, we, you know, we've settled into a pattern of when a few, lose a few. Uh, I think they'll probably do a little better on the. Um, at, at home, um, a lot of their more difficult road games are out of yeah. play now. So, uh, uh, and, and they are showing some signs of um, not playing well, but um, playing better than some of the opposition. Um, We've seen some teams uh, um, coming back at them a little bit. And, you know, the Twins' schedule is so loaded with the AL Central yeah um which is looking more ordinary by the day but, right uh that I think they're probably a hundred lost team and not a hundred and fifteen lost sure. team and uh, you don't know that you necessarily would have said that a month ago
0: yeah how, how would that change at all the I don't think it should um change kind of the conversation about what could or should happen at the end of the year in terms of major kind of organizational changes um would that what, what, what's your take on that is there anything okay. that that could happen the rest of the year barring a you know 80 game winning streak or a 60 and 20 stretch that would that would make you think that there isn't going to be some kind of you know at least a, a major consideration given to a pretty thorough overhaul of you know front office and perhaps field staff and you know, things like that
1: well, I don't know about that. I do know no. that the roster is going to get shaken up. But Terry Ryan said uh, in New York, uh, he was pretty public about we're going to make some changes. We're going to make some trades. We can't uh, just go on like this. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, having the season end uh, for all intents and purposes so early yeah. does mm-hmm. allow them to focus a little bit on what those changes are going to be. And you know, we've already seen um, they're using the the. They clearly are now committed to uh, finding out if Kepler is yep. uh, is going to be an everyday player up here. He's ready for that. Uh, they're doing the same with Buxton and mm-hmm. uh, maybe aren't as happy with the results so far, but I think we're probably going to see more than that. The intriguing yeah. part is um, what these trades that Terry has in mind uh, will uh, turn out to be. Um, you know who who
0: Memphis would you who would you put at the yeah who would you for who time? who would you put at the top of the list in terms of the the potential or the the likelihood of of being moved both from a standpoint of what the twins would like to do and also from the standpoint of you know who would be coveted by other by other teams.
1: Well, I think they need to uh, probably move uh, Kurt Suzuki. Um, and that's kind of an interesting quandary because uh, they'd better be correct about John Ryan Murphy right. uh, down the road uh, because uh, it, it, it's a pretty big commitment to him. But if you look around the league, um, there are a lot of teams that are begging for catching help. It yeah. is really uh, it is as dry a position as I've ever seen uh, lately. And, and
0: convenient uh, for them that uh, Suzuki's found himself a, a hot streak and maybe a little bit more of a market.
1: It's true. A month ago, I would have I would have said, you know, they're not gonna, you know, why bother? Because they can't get anything for them. They might get, they'll get a lot for them no. no. Up at the end of the year. But make it uh, a mid level prospect. Are, yeah. Half of the teams in the American League have catchers batting below two hundred. Yeah. It is uh, it is remarkable. Uh, and meanwhile, uh, just as um, as almost bizarre, Kurt Suzuki is now second on the team oh. batting average. He hitting like, uh, is he hitting
0: like is he like two eighty right now? He's better better than yeah, right now. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: He got. Uh, he climbed over two eighty. He is behind only Nunez right. uh, in batting average now, which you know. Thank you very much, uh, Kurt. Now they can. Right. Uh, now they can trade him. Um,
0: mm-hmm. His
1: contract does have an option for next year. It's possible they could trade him to someone who, who thinks that we might uh, keep him around next year. Sure. Uh, it's automatically triggered at, uh, at like four hundred and fifty plate appearances, which he's not mm-hmm. going to make. Okay. Um. Probably, but uh, yeah. Uh, you know, a team could uh elect to keep him for another year. It is it it, it only has partially to do with uh, Kurt Suzuki but uh um his trade value uh, probably is worth uh looking into. Mm-hmm. Um you know, then of course the twins will have to figure out who their own catcher is. Like I say right. uh, if John Ryan Murphy can play, uh that solves a lot of things. Um Let's see elsewhere, uh, you know Brian Dozier is the other one that really jumps out at you. He's he's kind of uh, got himself back together. He's the uh, one of the hottest players uh, on the team, uh, one of the hottest players in the league. All of a sudden, yeah. he would bring something back, um, and that is a calculation. We have to say uh, uh, Jorge Polanco is ready, and while maybe not an upgrade, maybe Jorge and whatever you get for Brian Dozier would be. Uh, would be tempting. Um, yeah,
0: I'm not, See, I'm not crazy about trading Dozier. I just I kind of feel like he's a pretty good value right now, mm-hmm. and maybe that makes him attractive in, in a trade. But it kind of it almost feels like you're you're trading a pretty good player and a known player who's on a pretty team friendly contract still. Uh, for I, I don't know. I, I like that less than than maybe other it people will be, do. It, it, it,
1: it won't be popular, uh because he also is a very uh, very popular player uh at you know, inside the clubhouse and in the mm-hmm. stands. Uh he's it it would be uh it would be difficult, but uh you know, I think they have to look at him and what he is and will he be any more than that, yeah. which you know, grows more likely, uh, more unlikely as he gets sure. older. And, but uh, but even what he is, is is
0: fine with me. Just you know, a guy who's a good a good fielder at a up and an above true. average power hitter, and a guy who's going to hit two forty to two fifty every year.
1: True, true. You do have uh, somebody that uh, your scouts say is uh, is ready to take over that job behind yeah. him, though. Right. And uh, you know, it's easy to forget in these hot streaks uh, how uh, how difficult things were for him a sure. month ago. When, sure. Sure. Uh, you know he entered june batting 200 it is it has uh, been pretty amazing that he's up over 260 now and and um adapting well to being the cleanup hitter of all right
0: these. yeah i, I like uh, i like i like the idea of ploof and i'm sure you're going to get to him uh, the idea of a ploof trade yeah. it just feels like the the position being blocked there is more dire uh, you know more about sano than than Polanco uh, in that regard
1: it's true. Although you have more doubts about know's defense, sure. uh, and you have to sure. you have to commit to that, and you have to make sure that you're comfortable with that. Right but at this point, uh, apparently, that's where they're headed. Apparently, they're backtracking on uh, moving into the outfield, and which is uh, good. At least they can admit and, their mistake there. And uh, and yeah, and um, and that would you know removing a player there out of the first base DH third base uh, yeah you know group would. Uh, will obviously uh, solve a lot of things. Um, of course, uh, you know, the moment you move ploof, you, you tell yourself, well, Youngho Park better bring right. to this now, yeah. and
0: uh, here we 200. are
1: wondering, yeah, just as Dozier and Suzuki have, uh, have climbed, uh, he's kind of plunged. Uh, he's down in the 180s now, right. and uh, the twins don't like to talk about it. Paul Molitor really tries to avoid the subject, but it Seems pretty likely that uh, they're going to let him try to get it back together in Rochester. Yeah. And, um, you know, when uh, that's that's the maneuver, uh, that's the move when Sano gets back, uh, they don't have many options on their roster.
0: So. Yeah, I remember earlier, we were talking about Park as a uh, rookie of the year candidate. Uh, that was, uh, yeah. it feels like a long time ago that uh, that he was.
1: Well, he hit eight home runs in right. the first six weeks, something like that. Right. He. he he looked like there was going to be no transition at all, and uh, yeah, it's uh, it's it, you know he's at the point now where uh, they sent down uh, Rosario earlier this, uh, this year and Buxton as well, where you can you can see them taking the baggage with them to the plate and expecting to strike out almost, right. and uh, um, and you know that's it, at some point you just got to let him get it, his head together and get a little more confidence.
0: Sure. So that kind of rounds out most of the the hitters. Although I suppose you could put Nunez and or Escobar into that uh, conversation as well. Nunez is interesting just because you know you'd kind of well, be, Nunez, you, you'd, you'd be selling at his peak uh, and probably his career his career peak. I just I don't know what the market is for him uh good year notwithstanding what, what would you what would you guess that is well
1: it would be interesting to see because he, he'll tell you that he feels fresher than uh, a player his age should you know uh, that that um and that this is just a true measure of his talent I and mean, it's just a mm-hmm. matter of opportunity sure. that he's been sitting around here i mean if you buy that that's true that all those things are true then uh, he has is quite a bit of value because uh, right. well, he is uh, uh, he is remarkably consistent. He is uh, every time you think uh, he's about to, to, you know, take that dip below three hundred, he, he pulls himself back up. Uh, he has really been the uh, the engine, the the steady engine right. of his team that uh, they really don't have anywhere else. Yeah, I I would think that uh, that that has some value, especially with his versatility, able to play yeah. um, three. Three positions, Uh, but you know it's difficult to know. What's really difficult to know is what the Twins are are going to want back. Are they going to want players that are major league ready back? Are they going to want uh, you know AAA uh, level prospects that uh, that they can project a year or two ahead? You know, like sort of like uh, John Ryan Murphy and take a little risk. Uh, Do they want the you know Terry even said the the word veteran the other day about how you know I, I think. There's some concern over how young the team is, and how mm-hmm. much younger it would get with a couple of trades. Right? Uh, you know, uh, it, I don't think they want to bring in another Torrey Hunter, or another 40-year-old uh, right. guy like that. But they might make a trade that might uh, disappoint some uh, some uh, sabermetricians that that think you need to go uh, get potential because uh, it, it honestly wouldn't surprise me if they got a. a uh, like an
0: outfielder in yep. early 30s, or something sure. like that. Sure, makes a makes a certain amount of sense. The pitching staff is is a little different. It's it's been so bad for for most of the year, and it's harder to single out individual success stories. Uh, the name I see maybe linked to to a trade kind of rumor more than any is probably Irvin Santana um, contract. Notwithstanding, two more years left on his deal. After this year, do you you think the tw- what, where do you think the twins would, would be on on Irvin and kind of the results here, the baggage from last year versus kind of still wanting some of that rotation stability that he could provide them?
1: Well, and it's, it, it, it is true that he's a veteran in the clubhouse. Uh, that that they don't you know they don't have many of those. It, it, by giving up on Irvin Santana by trading him, even when he's pitching you know relatively relatively well uh when he goes out there you think um he could have a, a pretty good game i think that there are contending teams that would uh, take a chance on him right. but the one that the the point about uh why the twins signed him in the first place hasn't changed and that's the mm-hmm. fact that they're not really ready to turn over uh the rotation to the guys that they've developed in the farm system, yeah, uh, and you know, and that problem uh, hasn't gone away. That's why they signed Hughes. That's why they signed the last. That's why they signed Santana. Right. Um, it would more be just an indication that they realize that they're not as close to uh, being a playoff team as they thought, and so no sense spending the money and uh, using a veteran if it's not getting in
0: getting right. them
1: anywhere, but. It probably means they're going to have to turn around and do it again and sign another uh, pitcher. Okay. But you know, I think at this point they would be more than happy to move Melasco's contract. Oh yeah, of course. Even though it has it has one year left on it, and I I suspect they would they would trade uh, uh, Santanas as well yeah. if, they, uh, if uh if a team approached them. They do have you know. Um, I think Tyler Duffy might be, uh, if they opened up a spot, mm-hmm. uh, Tyler Duffy would be safe for the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and Jose uh, Barrios, yeah. um seems, you know, they've got to give him the uh, the Kepler-Buxton treatment and yeah. and get him up here.
0: Yeah, he almost had a no-hitter the other day, correct? He was uh, seven, did, uh, one, one hit through, through six, seven. Uh, yeah.
1: yeah, one hit in seven innings, yeah. So, uh, that's two straight, uh uh, terrific outings he's okay. had. Uh, I know that. Uh, I, I I suspect the twins were somewhat relieved when he was not named to the uh, futures game mm-hmm. uh, yesterday. Yeah, because I I think they want him to come on. Let's go. Uh, you, yeah, you've been on the verge of this uh, right. for a long time, and I I think they are about ready. I think they're just looking for uh, an opening now, a spot, um, a logical way to. Uh, Fit him in the rotation, um, if you know. If I was Tommy Malone, I'd try to pitch well uh, yeah. my next time out because uh, they they certainly don't seem to value him nearly as much.
0: How many trades do you think they they end up making involving you know pretty established name guys? Uh, if you had to guess between now and the end of July,
1: uh, well, I would guess two or three.
0: Yeah, I that's would, kind of what I, would, I that's what I had in my head too. Uh, yeah,
1: yeah, I would think, uh, and there's. There was a lot of guys where if they could find a find a way to get rid of them, I think they would do it too. I think Malone falls in that category. Uh, sure. For for whatever reason, uh, they don't uh, they they seem to turn on him uh, quickly. Quickly, they seem to yeah. sour on him when he when he doesn't do well. Uh, you and then know, then he
0: becomes the Clayton Kershaw Triple A. <laughs> yeah. Two years in, yeah, a, in a row, so he's just you, yeah.
1: Yeah, it seems like when you l- l- just let him be and let him uh, pitch, he uh, he kind of gets into a groove and. Uh, does pretty well uh it wouldn't and uh and you know what they are doing with kevin jepson uh yeah. now i have uh i have no idea i mean uh it is difficult they're not using him now yeah. uh and it's difficult to picture a situation that they're going to trust him with other than well we're getting blown out nine nothing and you know you don't have a pitcher on your roster just for that situation so right i'm I'm really, uh, I'm really wondering what Kevin Jeff's status is now, uh, because uh, if if they think he's going to turn it around, know yeah. well, he's not going to do it. Uh, not in games, and if you don't trust him in games, uh, you know they're kind of stuck right
0: now. And this is just amazing too, and this will dovetail into another conversation I want to have. But you know, if you look at the bullpen, they started the year. I did a post on this, I think a week or two ago. If you looked at the top four. Guys in the bullpen going into the season, you probably could have said that was Perkins and then Jepson and May and probably Casey Feen in terms of the guys mm-hmm. that they were counting on the most. And mm-hmm. basically, you got you know Perkins who was only pitched a couple times, got hurt, and now is out for the season with a very serious you know shoulder problem. Uh, Jepson ineffective, May. Started off okay to pretty good and then had that lousy stretch and then went on the disabled list. And then, you know, Fiend was gone within a month or so. It's just, it just really does show, you know, I don't think they could have been reasonably expected to guess it would have gone so poorly for all four of those guys. But it does kind of, it did go to show the uh, the thinness of the bullpen going into the season.
1: Well, and it's true, too, that Paul Moller said during the offseason. Yeah, I, uh, I remember that. During Caravan, he. He said, "You know, my bullpen in July uh, might look completely different than my bullpen in April, and we need to uh, keep in mind that the games in April count just as much." That's yeah, when was, he was that was pretty. Because uh, this was a playoff team. That was pretty. Pro- it, it that was happened. pretty pro-
0: prophetic. Yeah, that was uh, too Yeah, yeah.
1: It, it happened, but not for the reason uh, they thought. That, right. You know, that the Twins thought that there were going to be two or three guys that are uh, that are pitching so well in the minors that they, uh, you know, that they're demanding to be. Uh, uh, brought to the majors uh, that has been the case somewhat with j t Chargois, but uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know they really uh, haven't really given him a shot yet uh, and uh, everyone else uh, everyone else is kind of on hold they haven't they the young this was gonna be the transition year to the young relievers and yeah. uh, so far no sign of it uh, no. you know, instead you know they've had to fall back to the uh, Brandon uh, Kinsler, the Bible shears and Brandon Kinsler, and mm-hmm. uh, and and some guys like that which uh you know is is a pretty sad state for them right yeah. now because it's it, it's those guys are certainly getting them through this yeah um such a season such as it is but uh those aren't guys that you think uh were staking our future
0: no to. Kinsler looks like they might have found something useful there I don't think they would have Ever guessed in in a million years that they would be in the Brandon Kinsler Fernando Abad uh, closer by committee two months into the season? But uh, yeah. he's at least he's at least uh, showing a willingness to uh, both throw the ball over the plate with some movement and some velocity. Those are those are good things. Uh, but but yeah, the the bullpen a uh, a pretty serious uh, mass uh, that that brought me to a, a larger discussion I wanted to have about. Um, but, you know, Perkins. We just found out a few weeks ago, a couple weeks ago, season-ending surgery, and then we found out the same thing uh, yesterday with with Phil Hughes. Um, you know, season's over. He had the, of course, the leg fracture, but then uh, revealed he's got a, a pretty serious. Uh, what was the what was the correct terminology on that? Some sort of thoracic? Uh uh,
1: thoracic? Uh, oh, now you.
0: So I put you but on the you spot. You didn't tell me that there would be. Yeah, I put you on the put you put you on the spot with medical that. jargon.
1: But, uh, it basically, it's the uh, the blood vessels and the nerves yes uh, in the shoulders as they uh, as they uh, come up from the arm uh, yeah. uh, and connect to the rest of the body are being pinched between uh, the two bones yeah. But there's uh, not enough room, and that uh, and and that it is it causes it can cause a wide variety of yeah. uh, problems as yeah. you'd expect in in uh, Gira Guerra uh, yeah. three years ago, uh, the twins' uh, prospect pitcher, mm-hmm. it was causing uh, blood clots to form there sure. because uh, the blood vessels were being pinched off, and it can there can be all kinds of uh, symptoms like that. I guess uh, in Phil Hughes's case, sometimes uh, he was having trouble getting the feeling uh, in his fingers. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you can you can see that uh, that that can be a, a, a pretty big problem oh, for a sure. pitcher, and so it's. It's becoming uh, – it, it's not a common uh, injury, not a common surgery for pitchers yet, but it's a uh, lot, uh, lot more of them now than there used to be.
0: I would say a couple things on this note that we can have a, a larger discussion of kind of what those two injuries mean in the context of, of this season and, and next season. But, you know, I think probably um, maybe some frustration, uh, you know, on everyone's part I would think that it, it took – a while to, to get these things diagnosed and a, a cautionary tale probably for, you know, for, for anyone who was probably ripping uh, those guys for not getting back into uh, the, the mix quicker. Um, you know, cause it turns out those, both of those sound pretty serious. Uh, you know, I, I don't know what either of them feel like. It sounds like Perkins, especially uh, you know, some things uh, with the shoulder that are pretty uh scary but but definitely you know the something with with Hughes that had the potential to be certainly limiting his performance and needing to uh to get cleaned up, so you know it's it's always tough I think for fans to see you know players who are being paid you know you know millions of dollars not perform well and then um uh, you know go on the disabled list, they think, oh okay, they're just using this as an excuse, but you know it's it's a lot of times it it turns out to be something pretty legitimate uh that uh, that is causing the you know these guys don't just want to uh, not perform
1: well true and there's a there's a uh, cause and effect uh, that you might that it's easy to jump to conclusions on both uh you know Perkins and Hughes, they're, uh, mm-hmm. they're good friends and right. uh, you know Hughes had a, a bit of a weight problem and uh, right. Perkins has uh you know Perkins has a specialized uh, uh, physical regimen that uh, that works for him that uh, you know doesn't seem as strenuous as other pitchers uh, younger pitchers uh, undertake. and so uh, when they're not pitching well, it it's right. easy to jump to the conclusion that these are the causes of sure. it and not and not something physical. and so I think they they had uh, you know unfortunate reputations preceding them that it made it easy for people to. Uh, to draw a line there, sure. where you know the true answer was in the other direction. Sure, uh, you know, in Perkins' case, the I guess the the problem was in effect diagnosed, but was uh, but they were just hoping it would be uh, solved with uh, with rest and uh, and regular treatment and not surgery. But that ultimately that wasn't the case. Um, and in in Hughes' case, uh, Terry Ryan said yesterday that uh, they were having having um, shoulder specialists examine uh, him um, but uh, that kind of got put off a little bit by the knee injury since sure. uh, he had something else to uh, um, yeah something else uh, causing him physical pain but that then then they continued to examine the shoulder and, and then ultimately found this uh, you know the the strange problem especially in in Hughes's case was, The Twins announced yesterday that Hughes is going to have uh, uh, season-ending shoulder surgery, and essentially their message was, this is a great thing, tremendous, we found the problem. Uh, I've never heard such a gleeful, uh, maybe not glee, but uh, uh, there's such a sense of relief for the Twins about the guys' season being over just because they feel like there's a good chance that they've solved the mystery of what, you know, what's wrong with Phil Hughes? Why isn't he? Uh, why isn't he the pitcher that he was a couple of years ago?
0: Right.
1: I think the worries were growing that that he is just aging and beginning to lose his stuff, and this was the pitcher he's going to be. And suddenly, there's hope that nope, nope, uh, we found what was wrong with it. Then we'll uh, go in, take a rib out, good as new, uh, season season. <laughs> right. And, uh, uh, usually. Uh, Usually these are such uh, uh, funeral uh, announcements. Uh, oh, no, will he ever be the same? And, yeah. you know, the twins don't know, but they think he might be. And uh, so there's actually some excitement over having and, found uh, a yeah. diagnosis.
0: And I think that makes sense in the context of the season, too. I mean, this is obviously a year that is going nowhere. Hugh's already going to be out until... Mid mid August at the at the earliest with with the, with the leg problem um, if if you can fix a, a shoulder and get to the real heart of the you know what was going wrong this year and maybe even some of going back to last year when his velocity was already down and his command was yep. was already down even though his numbers last year weren't weren't uh, all that bad results wise um, you know then yeah like you said I mean they've still got three years beyond this invested in him and this is right. really next year is really when the extension that he signed kicks in which is when the bigger money kicks in uh and that's uh, right, right. That's, that's probably best for best for everyone uh, involved to you know call this year a wash get that fixed hopefully and and get him get him back to a uh, you know to the place where he was performing perhaps you know if not completely Yeah. You it, it, yeah.
1: Well you yeah. can understand why there was some dread over uh, you know Of course. Over his one and seven stars, yeah. like oh my oh my god if this is who if this is who he is uh, you know we've got to pay him for three more years yeah uh, I think you know maybe it is maybe it isn't but uh, yeah. now they uh, now they have six months to uh, to dream about that uh, yeah. never walk anybody uh, Phil right. Hughes coming back next yeah. spring
0: I do think it was strange that they might have thought this was just aging because Hughes isn't like Nolasco or. Santana, he's not really on the downside of that kind of sweet spot of uh, the prime, isn't he? 29, 30 years he, old, maybe just no, turned thirty.
1: Just just turned thirty uh, yeah. a,
0: week, uh, right. a
1: week ago, and I know that because I I wrote that he was thirty a month ago, and he uh, jumped me for it. He chided uh, you, yeah. He is he is not thirty mm. years old. Well, he yet. is now. Uh, yes, I he is now. I, uh, I, I insulted him with that, right?
0: So, yeah. So I mean, he's, he, I guess the larger point is it, it would. Seems strange if he was hitting a career wall at thirty, but you know, I, I guess you you look for any right. kind of. Uh, you, you, if you don't know what's going on, you worry about anything that uh, that it could be, and you know, if if it's just uh, the natural decline at a younger age than most, then that would be the uh, pretty much the worst case scenario for for everyone involved. Um, well, the to, truth
1: is, if you uh, if, if you read uh, Jeff Passan's uh, book that came out the spring, the arm. Uh, it's all about pitching, and uh, boy, one of the great lessons of it is we just don't know. We just don't know so many things about uh, physical, uh, right. uh, the, the physical nature of it, and the mental nature of pitching. And uh, you know, pitchers are uh, pitching is a is a uh, delicate uh, talent, and and it's it's uh, it's exciting when uh, when you've got it when you're uh, when you're a Kershaw. Mm-hmm. And it's, frustrating when it starts to go away, as, uh, as well as so many of the twins can tell you.
0: Yeah. You feel like then, kind of circling back to the, the trade discussion we were having, you feel like we're probably headed uh, even more towards 2016 being used as a, not, maybe not a wholesale youth movement, but pr- pretty close to it when you think about other people they'd like to get a longer look at, like maybe bringing Rosario back. Getting a look at Berrios, and you've already got Sano coming back. You've got Buxton and Kepler already up here. Maybe bringing John Ryan Murphy back. Things like that. That that sounds quite a bit like a uh, a pretty young team in in figuring out even more what you might have for next year.
1: Yeah, and they got to strike a balance between uh, using it at, uh, using it for that, and uh, also you know not. They don't want to be the Sixers. Uh, you know, they don't want to. Uh, just uh, crater, because they are trying to sell some tickets, and uh, and that's going to be a uh, challenge as it is after after right. four out of the last five years being bad. Uh, and, you know, they do have veterans uh, standing in the way. It's going to be, you know, it would be very hard to bring up, say, bring up Jorge Polanco and tell Eduardo Nunez and Eduardo Escobar, I suppose, that, right. that we're going to let him play for a while, even though uh, even though you've played very well, and... Uh, you know those guys are ostensibly uh, could be part of uh, um, maybe not the core but part yeah. of the team a uh, year or two down the road. So uh, it, it it is delicate. They do need to solve some of these log jams that they have: the starting yeah. rotation and the you know the first base uh, DH uh, third base uh, conundrum. They they need to settle on uh, who their outfielders are. I, I think uh, one step I. That I thought we were going to see soon, and mm-hmm. I, now I'm not so sure. Would be the return of Rosario because yeah. I think they need to make a determination on him. Yeah. I, I think they remain awfully suspicious of his ability to show uh, uh, plate discipline, and, right. and I think because of that, they think his career is going to be a roller coaster yeah. all the time. Um, so, uh, but the trouble is, uh, at least for a month, there was some thought that maybe they stumbled into uh one of their future outfielders in Robbie Grossman yeah, and uh that's... um you know he's uh he's begun to fade a little bit he's uh yeah. he's in the 270s 260s now and yeah. um but uh you know they're still not absolutely certain what they have there uh, right. Paul Mollinger does like have batsy picks so they do have all these things to straighten out um, and uh i feel you know in one sense, you think just eat some contracts, cut a lot of guys, uh, yeah. you know, deal with the money, and and get the young kids up here. But you're going to be doing a lot of losing to mm-hmm. do that, and and that could weigh on guys. I, you know, I don't think it's easy for like a Byron Buxton to uh, go through what he's going through, and it is tough to draw a crowd to mm-hmm. uh, to w- watch that if uh, if the kids are uh, if the kids are really going to struggle. If, sure um you know you need uh, you need Kepler hitting home runs to uh and Sano hitting home runs to bring people in
0: do you think they will ultimately come to regret uh Oswaldo Arcia not you know not that they didn't give him a <laughs> ample chances but you th- do you think Arcia who's off to a, a good a very limited sample size start in uh, Tampa do you think he will that change of scenery for him, will he click at some point to the point where the Twins are like, man, I knew it, we we wait, We wait. didn't wait long enough on that?
1: I think they felt like they had a pretty good feel for what he is, and yeah. what he is is an outfielder who can't really play the outfield yeah, all that there's well. That, there's power power that element, hitter. yes. Yeah, and a power hitter who really can't do much else, who's very streaky, who, uh, who um, strikes out a lot, I you know, I think those guys can make you look bad because they can uh, get hot streaks, and sure. and you know, a 450 home run, you uh, you remember way more than, uh, right. you know, a couple of infield hits. But, uh, uh, you know, I, I think the regret is that um, they just didn't have a, a spot for a guy like that. That, that, that You know, I'd, he might have been a decent pinch hitter given a uh, chance, although not that teams use many pinch hitters these days. Right. But he, he just didn't play the outfield well no, enough. No, he did not. Uh, uh, and they've gone through so much bad outfielding that, yeah. he, that he was the fourth or fifth guy in that got to be a DH or first yeah. base mode. And, uh, you know, if there's a regret about Oswaldo Arcia, it's the unspoken one around the Twins, which is that uh, maybe Maurer shouldn't have been a first baseman. Maybe uh, they were too quick to. Default that position to him because it's what they had handy at the moment. Sure, uh, I, I wonder sometimes if, uh, if they had to do it again if they would have played it third and, and see how he would
0: adjust to that. Yeah, it's a good point. It's, it's a lot uh, easier to uh, shove a guy over to first base uh, than, than than third, so that uh, that makes sense. Let's let's end here since we've kind of so kind of circled back to the beginning of the show. Where we were talking about uh, you know the the idea of you know, kind of becoming just a a mediocre to bad team instead of a historically bad team. You know, we're almost halfway into the season. The the first, you know, fifty to sixty games of it were, were just awful. Um, you know, given the the benefit of a tiny bit of of a hindsight now, how how do how do we begin to unpack or explain just what led to this team being on that historically bad pace? How, how does a team with a decent amount of potential and promise coming off a, you know, a season that maybe got inflated a little bit in terms of its, you know, nature just because they were playing in a bad division, playing in a league where, you know, 85-86 win was going to make the playoffs and they were in the race theoretically until the end of the season. You know, all that said, there was such a, a hope or expectation for this team this year that at least they would be even if they took a step back, it would be a tiny one. Do we do we have any guesses at this point? Like how how that can all fall apart so quickly and then be what it was for at least the first you know month and a half to two months of the season?
1: Well, uh, big picture question. I guess for me, this answer the answer is a lot smaller. I think they just they just overestimated the pitching, or they overestimated yeah. the or underestimated the effect that it would have that that they have. They are a team that has very, very little elite uh, pitching talent, yeah. and uh, and and that is what is uh, is required these days. That's one yeah. of the big things. Uh, you know, they they had moments from a lot of their pitchers in spring training, but you know, oh. well, no,
0: even, even and, and even in April, April their ERA wasn't too bad. I believe it was like un- little under four, so that wasn't yeah. Necessarily, the problem out of the gate, the hitting was surprisingly bad out of the gate, but and then it kind of flip flopped. But yeah, yeah, so go on though, go on.
1: Well, but to me, the 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 real failure of this team was was not understanding that uh, that more needed to be done. That yeah. that they have got a whole bunch of guys that could be good and could get by, and yeah. uh, but but you kind of need someone to uh, yeah. to build a staff around, and then you look around, you look around this division, and. Uh, you know, every team has uh has some pitching that uh, that they can really rely on. Yeah. Uh you know, in with the with Royals it's the bullpen. With uh, the other three teams to whatever extent it's uh, mostly the starting pitching and you know the twins were hoping Urban Santana was gonna yeah. be uh good enough and Ricky Nolasco would bounce back and Bill Hughes would bounce back and you know, Kyle they Gibson. talked a good game about giving some of the young guys a chance at spring training, but uh, ultimately, uh, you know, sent Moreos back with uh, cause. But, but uh, mm-hmm. you know, it kind of it kind of stripped away any chance of having an uh, elite pitcher. Right? It you know, Trevor May starts to make me wonder if if they're having second thoughts uh, about him because I, I think they are realizing that. They don't have many elite uh, level uh, starting pitchers, and uh, you know he at least offers that uh, promise. But yeah. you know, he, you know, they're having trouble keeping him healthy for right. one thing. Uh, so, so I don't know. You know, and then the bullpen was, uh, you know, hoping that everyone repeats what they did yeah. last year. Uh, it, uh, you know it's uh it's a team that you look at the pitching staff and you think if everything fell right right but, you know how often does everything uh, fall right in this
0: game yeah it's interesting too because i'm i'm thinking back to a conversation i had with tom kelly back uh, i think it was the hunter uh, I think this was a while ago i think he was there, he was he was there for the the tory hunter uh, official retirement so this must have been you know pretty early last off season right when when did when did hunter officially mm-hmm. hang it up November maybe? Uh,
1: right, I think it was uh, right after the World Series. So okay, I'm yeah. Early, early
0: November. And uh, you know, I was asking him about the th- 2000, 2016 team kind of coming off of what he'd seen in 2015 and he was pretty adamant uh, at that point that uh, you know, he he liked some of what he saw but that he thought the team needed to, to keep getting quite a bit more pitching and I kind of looked at him, not, not sideways, but just kind of like huh, I thought the pitching was kind of you know, rounding into to shape a little bit, but it does uh, does kind of go to show what uh, what TK knows. He was a uh, a pitching first uh, pitching defense manager, and if he looked at this roster and said, mm, "I don't know, I don't like that staff," he he, he saw plenty of bad staffs in the uh, in the '90s to know uh, to know what a bad one looked like.
1: Now, yeah, who's the best pitcher on the on the Twins right now? Who would you say
0: best pitcher on the Twins? Yeah, that's 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 right. I don't know. I mean,
1: <laughs> I mean, I'd say Tyler Duffy and. Uh,
0: he's but he's had six of his last seven starts have been awful.
1: Yeah, he uh, he just came off a, a, a terrible stretch. Uh, he just finally uh, yeah had a good one. Uh, it's uh, you know that is what they're uh, that is what they're fighting yeah. until uh, and until yeah. they find a, a solution to that. Uh, you know they yeah. they've got some guys uh, in the lower minors that sure. they're pin uh, some hope on, but yeah. It's, they are kind of doomed to either spending a lot of money and being outbid for the good pitchers and spending money on mediocre ones, yeah. you know, or, uh, or do a better job of developing these prospects. That yeah. uh, You know, yeah. I, maybe we're too early on uh, Barreos, but, yeah. uh, you know, there's a, lot, there's a lot pinned on Barreos yeah. and Tyler yeah. Duffy.
0: Maybe a similar question asked a slightly different way is if you needed one out, which, which pitcher would you— which twins pitcher would you call upon? I I wouldn't have an answer for that either.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I'd probably go Presley, but
0: uh, Oof, yeah, but,
1: but you know, uh, yeah, I don't. I guess that's where they are, and that's to, to me that's the root of it. You know, you mentioned that uh, it was the hitting at first, and and they did lose a lot of games close in right, April. They did, and then in May when the pitching just kind of uh, you know kind of gave it fell up, apart, uh, yeah. that's when they that's when they just fell. Uh, spelled off yeah. the cliff completely and yeah. uh, you know that is terry that's terry ryan a great challenge is you know they've tried the free agent uh, mm-hmm. pitching approach i god bless them i don't know what other approach there is but uh, they got to figure something
0: out yeah good stuff as always phil enjoy chicago and uh safe uh, safe travels when you uh, when you're on your way home
1: all right mike good talking
0: to you you too bye-bye